0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Good morning and welcome. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan Early Morning Show for The Average Joe presented by CGR wholesale where the average Joe it shop like a pro championship Sunday continues to crawl closer to us I'm rather excited I think the Detroit Lions are one of those teams that I mean they' become America's team they're they're favored they've got a great storyline they haven't won in the Super Bowl era they've had a lot of heartbreak. Been kind of mid to terrible over the last 20 years. But here they are now. They're playing to have a chance at going to the Super Bowl. Against the San Francisco 49ers team that's built pretty solidly. They've got little weaknesses across their team. And then a game where I'm trying to figure out, because uh, I want to bet on... This weekend's games, and I want to believe that the Ravens are good enough. But you know, betting on the betting against the Chiefs in the playoffs rarely yields reward. I mean, in the last uh, the last several years, they have gone beyond true expectation. The Ravens are really good, but the, the playoffs are a whole different animal. Are these Ravens better and more prepared right now to tackle the Chiefs? Then, I mean, let's compare them to the Bengals from a couple years ago. The Bengals did it. It took overtime, but the Bengals did it. I'll also kind of gauge, too, that the Chiefs had an easier time, it seems, with the Bills this time around than a couple years ago, because if you remember the the, the big, uh, what was it, 42-36, whatever that final score was, um, where the Bills didn't get the ball back in that playoff game. Um, the following game that the Chiefs played and also went into overtime, but the Bengals ended up winning. The Chiefs just look more sure-handed now, and... I find it hard to bet against them, but I think this weekend's going to be intriguing. Um and I I don't know. I don't know who to bet on with confidence. I mean, I, I want to have faith in the Ravens, but you know, don't bet against the Chiefs seems like a pretty pretty solid, but you never know. And that's why it's that's why it's difficult. And then the Lions and the 49ers. The 49ers are built so well, but I I want the Lions to win. I mean, the Lions are good, obviously. Um, but I more want them to win than anything. But I don't know if that means they're going to win. So ah, I don't know. It's uh, it's exciting. That's why sports is exciting. And I mean, this year in the NFL has been, uh, has been great. And the playoff teams that have kind of come through. I mean, other than from the Steelers' perspective, right? And you know, we we all know how I feel about the Steelers. If you listen to the show enough, you you get it. You know where my emotions are. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been an exciting year in general, and you've got a, a, a great team to root for in the Lions, not that the 49ers don't deserve anything. I mean, they're really good, too, and how they pump out success consistently is uh, impressive. And then, I I, I mean, I, I don't like the Chiefs. I do like a variety of winners, so I, I never really like to see back-to-back champs. Um, Just in general in sports, I mean, unless it's a team that I root for, but you understand that, the fan bias. Um, but in general, I don't like it when uh, teams win over and over again because it gets bland, I think, after a while. So just by default, I mean, I would want the Ravens to win in that case, but then the, the Ravens are, are a Pittsburgh rival. And if they win and then they go to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl, well, how am I going to feel? I'm going to feel worse. I'm going to feel even worse because, you know, that that may prove – I've always had the the opinion, too, that John Harbaugh and, and Mike Tomlin are, are, are very similar as head coaches, and I don't think John Harbaugh is that much better. But, I mean, winning two Super Bowls would make that official. So I'm not necessarily thrilled about – Cheering for the Ravens either—it just doesn't, you know it's just—it all seems kind of rough. But that's what makes it so exciting too, because I mean, on the on the NFC side, I couldn't care less who wins. I think they're both great storylines, and I would root for them in the Super Bowl because um, I really don't like the AFC side, just because, not because they're bad teams, not because they're bad people, just because you know the sports rivalries and the consistent success. I couldn't care less who wins on the AFC side for a different reason, because I don't like them both. Again, just on a sports rivalry side. I'm sure they're all fine people for the most part. They're you know they're they're solid teams. They're respectable teams. But yeah. So it's uh it's interesting. It's an interesting kind of perspective here. It's interesting to to kind of flow through and just think about um how interesting these uh matchups are going to be uh on championship Sunday four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is the phone number if you want to get a phone line you're welcome to uh this morning you can also talk to me on X at underscore three three. Callas underscore three3 thats C A L L A S underscore three three mentioned me in a tweet a post and um yeah if you have any questions I have any comments I'll read them if they're intriguing enough uh, and speaking of the Chiefs, I, I do want to address something as well because I've seen this floated around um, a lot now. The The war on women seems to continue. I, I'm not going to dive too much into like, that because, you know, KDK AM, our news radio station, our sister station over there, is uh, is more for, for those kind of conversations. I just think as it relates to sports um, – I think that there's too much meaning going into the Taylor Swift stuff. Um, And what I mean by that is that Taylor Swift is shown on many TV broadcasts and um, there are people out there that have expressed their just um, what I think is the excessive nature of the cuts to to her over time have just kind of Worn on football fans for whatever reason, and, and personally, it doesn't bother me that much. I mean, she is of relevance; she is a newsworthy figure, and her reaction in the crowd doesn't matter in terms of the team's success. But there's enough people watching where I guess it's interesting to see her reaction. I'm indifferent. I kind of understand where that perspective comes from though when you see her enough and you're like, Well, the game's on the field. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean that's that's a fair point. But when they cut to her, I'm not one of those people that's also like, Oh, this is you know, this is the worst thing. Like, I understand why they're doing it. But then there's this uproar because Jason Kelsey gets put on TV, uh, shirtless and, and doing nice things, and there was a more wholesome and accepted response. To his presence on the TV cameras, and for me, that's also understandable. It's uh, it's not the the NFL community did not receive Jason Kelsey better because the NFL community hates hates women. I just to me, it just seemed like Jason Kelsey has played in the NFL and was a part of the Philadelphia Eagles. And now that he's not playing anymore, him going to a game to cheer on his brother in the in the boxes with his family, and then him being shirtless in Buffalo on a night that was warmer than the Pittsburgh game, but still not, not warm warm. I'm sure it was still cold in Buffalo that night. The one time that they show him, I think, was just interesting. Now, if they kept showing Jason Kelsey shirtless in the press box, borderline making a fool of himself, I think that I would get tired of that. I think many of us would get tired of that over time because it's not fresh and Jason Kelsey's reaction really does not matter in terms of telling the story of the game being played on the field. So that's the way I look at it. I think that If there's any contention with Taylor Swift, and it's not her fault either. I'm sure she doesn't want to, like, she's not asking for the cameras to be on her. She's just trying to live her life, which, I mean, that's understandable. I mean, it's not her fault that she is of uh, interest to a whole lot of people. I mean, she's trying to live her life, and for whatever reason, you know, she's there because she's living her life, and she's decided to be with Travis Kelsey. That's that's that. So, um, again, I, I think it's just more because the NFL community over time, like if you see the same thing over and over again, like, like, you know, if you're like the Steelers and you finish the same way consistently over and over again with no, like, Super Bowl wins or playoff wins even, yeah, um, you get tired of that. It's kind of like the same thing with Taylor Swift. It's like you see her over and over again, Um, just reacting and having a good time. And and eventually it's just like, well, she's given the same reaction. She's obviously going to be more disappointed if the chiefs don't do well, but she's going to be excited when they win. Like we've seen it. That's all. That's all I think it is for, for many people. And again, personally, it doesn't bother me, uh, very much at all. The, the TV crews are going to cut where they want to cut and they're going to tell a story. And if they think she's relevant to the story of the chiefs, they're going to cut to her, um, but I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's women hate. I think Jason Kelsey was shown one time doing something kind of silly. And so his reaction which was fresh was was interesting in that moment. Now again, if they kept showing Jason Kelsey through the playoffs, if he kept being shirtless, if he kept um looking silly and doing silly things, I would get tired of that. I think there are many people out there that, that may get tired of that as well. Cause you've seen it. Like you get it. J- Jason Kelsey is going to be excited when the Chiefs do well. And if he does the same thing over and over again, like we understand. Like we we've seen it. We know how he's going to react. Obviously he's going to be happy. I think it would be an interesting story, too, if the Chiefs did well and Taylor Swift just sat there and was like, don't care. I think that would be interesting. But but we've seen it. She gets excited. Uh, she gets into the game. She seems invested with the rest of uh, Travis's family. We 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 get it. I think in in that regard. Don't think it's 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 women hate necessarily. It's just we've seen it, and the same thing would apply to Jason Kelsey if they kept cutting to him and we just saw him be excited in, in the in the crowd in the box that he's in. We obviously understand he's going to be excited. Now, if they want to cut to the family like that, I mean, other, other broadcasts in different circumstances with different teams have shown the family in the crowd, in the box. I mean, owners are shown in the press boxes. They're not shown, like, 15 times in a game. I think that's the that's just the difference, too. It's the frequency. Like, if there's an ending to the game where they're, like, on the precipice of winning, showing the family reactions, and Taylor Swift would be a part of that family at this point, showing those reactions, I think, would be appropriate. It's the frequency, I think, throughout the game where it's just like any any family member or family group, at some point, their perspective is not important. Like, to the, to the game, when it's going on. Their reactions are important in time, and of course they're important to their, their families and and uh, uh, the players who are associated with them. It's just like when the game is going on, it's more about the game. When you get little silly things that happen or little, you know, crucial moments in games where you cut and see those reactions from, from loved ones, that, that to me makes more sense. So again, I mean, just to summarize, it's... It's not, I think, about so much hating on Taylor Swift or hating on women as it is Taylor Swift is shown anywhere between 8 and 15 times throughout a game, whether she's doing something or nothing. And in the grand scheme of things, her reaction means little to how the players play on the field. Most of the players, anyway. I think Travis Kelsey's the only one that that would care about her reaction or, or or anything like that. But um showing Jason Kelsey one time with a shirt off being goofy and excited for his brother, that's fresh. And they didn't really cut to him after that point. And they're not cutting to to Jason Kelsey eight to fifteen times a broadcast. That's the difference to me. So don't 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 let that a uh, don't let that opinion, don't let a uh, 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 you know, battle on women try to, like, tear down your high spirits. I mean, again, I don't have a problem with Taylor Swift being on camera. It's not her fault. It's not her decision. I'm not going to hate her for trying to live her life. So, yeah, I, I mean, I defend her in that regard. Um, but I understand the perspective of people who may be like, you know what, this is a lot. It's It was fine at first. I mean, it, it was interesting at first. But the cuts to her every time the Chiefs do well, it's just excessive. Because, of course, again, she's going to be excited. So, yeah. 412-928-9370. Got a caller on the line who wants to talk. Good morning. What's your name? It's Dave from Greensburg. All right, Dave. Hey, what's not up? Much. Hey, I was calling about uh, – seen a similar thing when Bubby Brister played. His mother used to come to the football games. The cameras used to go to her every time he got sacked or somebody crushed him on the field. She looked like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh, okay. And that, that, that it just got old with that. I could watch the Steelers for a few seasons until Bubby wasn't playing anymore and he had O'Donnell in there. But. Well, let, let me ask you this then, too, because, I mean, I wasn't around to, to watch those games, but, like, was she ever excited when he got sacked? No, she was. She had a look of panic on her face. You, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, we we understand what the reactions are going to be if – you're the mother of a player and he's not doing well, or like if you're the girlfriend of a player and they do well. Obviously, they're going to be excited when they're doing well and not excited when they're not. You get what I mean? I understand what you mean. It's just Taylor Swift. That's why I keep putting the camera on her. Yeah, Dave, thanks for the call. And again, she is newsworthy to an extent. It just gets excessive. Like we understand that she's going to be happy when he does well. And I think that's where a lot of NFL fans are coming down. It's not that they don't like women. It's just that so many times throughout a game, it just it's not like we get how she's gonna react. That's kind of where I think this comes down. We understand how she's going to react. Well, I like that Bobby Brister and his mother comparison as well. Obviously, when he gets sacked, she's not gonna be thrilled. And, you know, to to watch her concern over and over again, would be, I mean, you'd get you'd get it at that point. And again, one more time, I'll make the same comparison to Jason Kelsey. If they kept showing him shirtless over and over and over again being excited, it just eventually does not matter to the game. Show him, you know, like drop a little dose throughout the broadcast. At the end of the game, if the Chiefs are on the precipice of victory, fine show them show them getting excited just I I get where fans come from on one side and I also don't think it's extreme as saying "Ooh, there's hatred toward women I I I don't buy that explanation I don't buy that reasoning I think that it's just creating a, a little more of a divide in the world choose peace in this regard it's it's I don't think it's that it's not that it's not that serious my name is Nicholas Harry Callis this is the fan early morning show Jim Harbaugh is now the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers national champion with Michigan this past season. Uh, how could that affect them and how they move about? Does this make them a serious playoff contender moving forward? Will this get them over the hump? We'll see. If you want to call in and weigh in on that, 412-928-9370 is the phone number. you want to talk about uh, Championship Sunday coming up, you can get a phone line, 412 928 9370. The Pirates also have made some moves. The Brewers had a move as well of significance. If there's any free agents, any moves you want the Pirates to make, call me as well. Two, 928 9370 Talk to me on X as well. You can mention me in a post at callous underscore three three is my handle. C A L L A S underscore three three. Uh I'll be back right after this. It's Sports Radio. 937 the Fan.
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It's The Fan Early Morning Show. Talking about Championship Sunday coming up, and I want to touch on the Pirates Again, quickly, because the is Chapman news is a start for the Pirates, and it's significant, signing him to a one-year contract worth $10.5 million. And so I, I thought of something the other day. Cook and Joe brought up uh, an interesting point yesterday. I don't know. I forget where they got it from. But somebody had a theory that because the Pirates signed Roldis Chapman that they're going to um, – they feel like they could then deal Bednar because he's younger and he has more upside, and you're not gonna you're not gonna get much more value from him at this point. I think what he's 29 now. They're saying that because his his value will not exceed where it's going to be this season, that you should get a return on him and maybe assigning a role as Chapman would um, allow them to have a closer so that they could deal Bednar. I I, I don't buy that theory at all. Uh, I don't think Chapman's somebody you could trust as a closer. I think Bednar's too much of a fan favorite, and I think that he's he's good enough to be part of a team. You're not going to get a return for him that's going to revolutionize your organization, so I don't think there's a point. Um, just to address that, I thought that was interesting, though, because I never gave that um, a thought at all, which, I mean, I feel like it's it makes enough sense, but um, also not enough sense to, to happen. Um so don't get scared. I don't think it's. I don't think that's what's going on here. But what I can tell you is, in thinking about this and mulling over it a little more, like Chapman, I was watching highlights from him uh, last season, and I've come to this conclusion. I may, as a, if I were a gen, uh, generic fan, a general fan, I may be more inclined to go to Pirates games now because I know a role as Chapman could come late in games. Like I'm excited to see what he looks like in a Pirate uniform. I'm excited to see him throw upwards of 100 miles per hour Um, and throw. I mean, he has such a great slider now, and he was working on a splitter when he was with the Yankees. So he's really got a lot of upside. And even just the name and the figure and the way he's pitched recently makes me excited to watch him pitch in a pirate uniform. And I've talked about this before. I talked about it a lot last season. A lot of teams are successful because when they have big-name players um, who are all collected together, uh, those big-name players, um, whether they do well or not in a given season, they uh, help in the sale of tickets. And I think that the Pirates become way more interesting with a guy like Arodis Chapman coming out of the bullpen. And I think that for the first month or two at least, as long as he does well – you're going to get more people coming to the ballpark because to like to watch him play in his first few outings with the Pirates. I get he's a reliever, he's not guaranteed to come in. Well, that's all under consideration, but just I am excited personally to see what it'll look like with him in a Pirate uniform pitching for the Pirates, especially after him playing for the Reds for so many years and being uh, a thorn in the side of the team, now watching him play for the Pirates while he's still effective enough i'm excited about that and i think you should be too and i think that overall that name recognition will help the pirates they need one or two more splashes but like it's a start for sure fan weather brought to you by sun chevrolet 2024 starts with great incentives on the trailblazer the blazer the uh, equinox and silverado go to SunChevy.com today High of 52, low of 46, 80% chance of rain. Then tomorrow, high of 56, low of 42, overcast skies expected.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.